What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight is the sexy... Your grandfather. <laughs> I'm Kyle. And Jeremy, not sexy. <laughs> Welcome to episode 280. What? I know. It's getting crazy, Holy isn't it? Holy shit, and when we get to 300, yeah. you're going to wait another 200 nope. to do your like, top 10, right? Nope, 300, I'm pulling my dick out. Oh my god. Oh yeah, so... You'll be able to hear it. <laughs> Welcome to episode 280. Tonight we'll be reviewing Deadpool 2, fresh out of the theater, mm. what, like 30 minutes ago, 15 yeah. minutes ago? Yeah. 38 minutes exactly. 38 fresh minutes ago. <laughs> it feels like 37. <laughs> I, had to, I ran out of the theater too. I could not wait to do this podcast and... I you had, had to, to take a shit. I had to piss <laughs> oh. since the second fucking act. You know when they parachuted? Uh-huh. I had to piss since, piss since the parachute scene. But you didn't want to miss any of it. I didn't, because it was that fucking good. We'll talk about it. We'll talk we'll about talk. it. But before we get into our Deadpool review, I want to remind everyone that you can find us on AdventuresInVideoLand.com or on Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. We are critics with attitude, so if you're offended by bad language, this might not be the podcast for you. Yeah, we just we just watched Deadpool two, and I assume you've watched it if you're listening to this. Um, so you probably heard some pretty naughty words and saw your little baby penises and stuff in this movie. <laughs> so you should be fine with what's happening at this table today. Yeah, yeah the conversation. This this is the the baby <coughs> penis of podcasts. <right>? Yes. <laughs> that's that's on all our merchandise. We are the baby penises yes. of podcasts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I just printed that on a shirt. Just to, right. just I got it on the hat. Baby penis. <laughs> I have it podcast. on my phone. <laughs> my adult my diapers say it all over on the front and back and sides. And spoiler alert, we are going to ruin the shit out of Deadpool mm-hmm. 2, so turn off the cast if you don't want to hear any spoilers. Um, for our listeners, okay, give us your thoughts real quick on Deadpool 1. Were you a fan of the movie? Uh, Deadpool 1 I really like. Uh, I like the the humor in it, and I, I think Ryan Reynolds sells the fuck out of Deadpool. It was a great, like, introductory movie to him. As an actual, like, film and its structure, like, it's not that great. There's not a good story. There's not a good villain. It just kind of is, like, joke after joke, which I enjoyed, but it, it wasn't a cohesive film entity. Yeah, I just watched Deadpool 1 last night to get ready for Deadpool 2, um... Same feelings, you know, pretty much. Uh, Deadpool 1, uh, give it a, a probably a 3.5 out of 5. Um, it's, a, it's a thin movie. It's, dude, it wise. is yeah. super thin. But it's, um, it's funny. And it's I breezy. It's funny. It's it's what you, you know, what, what you want from a Deadpool uh, movie. I like it. Didn't love it. Thin plot action was okay, but the reason you go see Deadpool is because of Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Ryan Reynolds fucking kills it. I mean, if they would have made Deadpool with Channing Tatum, we wouldn't be talking tonight. Okay? That movie would have just went bust, right? It would have been just like Gambit and just (laughs) not getting made. (laughs) Exactly. I have so much respect for Ryan Reynolds on his work ethic and what he he did for Deadpool 1 going into this. You know, it's like... If it wasn't for Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool 1 would have not, you know, it wouldn't have been made. Even Brian Steele, who fucking hates Deadpool, will admit that Ryan Reynolds sells Deadpool better than anybody else sells their character. He's awesome. That's where I stand on Deadpool 1. I think about probably a 3, 3.5. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, funny movie, nice change of pace. If you love superhero movies, Deadpool 1 for me was a nice break where I could still go see a superhero movie but not feel like... I'm, oh my gosh, it's this shit again, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Very different. Um, He's the only person I know that signed on because he loves a character, 
where they did a shit job with it and then somehow was able to <laughs> resurrect it and then play that same character mm-hmm. after a shitty job was done with it. Yeah. I can't think of anybody else. No. Let's get initial reactions. Coming out of the theater, what, 15 minutes ago? 20 minutes ago? What were you thinking? Almost the exact opposite of the first movie where this movie wasn't as funny. Like, nowhere near as funny to me. Uh, but the story was pretty solid. Like, they actually did a good job of putting an actual script together. Uh, I was really surprised by the emotional moments, especially the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie. Yeah, me too. I didn't see those coming, and they, they did a good job, like, pulling them off and selling them. It's not, I didn't, like, cry in the theater, but I was kind of like, oh, wow, I'm kind of surprised that they're doing this. And, uh... Fight sequences were way fucking better. Um, that happens when your director from John Wick <laughs> fucking takes over. Uh, music choices were pretty fun. I, I I enjoyed this movie on the same level, but for totally different reasons. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Walking out of the theater, man, um, I was also surprised with some of the emotional beats. I wasn't expecting that for a Deadpool movie. Um, yeah, action was, 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 was pretty good. You know, um, the effects... Um, we're okay. Uh, for the most part, though, I really enjoyed my time, you know, in the theater. Um, it did what a Deadpool movie does. You know, uh, I walked out. I had I had a blast in in the seat. You know, I was laughing. Um, I, ha- I had a good time. I think I like it more so than Deadpool one. What do you think? I liked it better than the first one as well. Uh, the things that surprised me were, like you guys said, the emotional moments. I thought were acted really well, and I've never thought... Ryan Reynolds really fucking sells this movie with his acting. Yeah, he did. Surprisingly. Like, there's some scenes where he's, like, crying, and his face is like, you believe it, and I've never thought of him as a good actor before, right? He says things loud and fast really well, but I never thought of him as an actor. Sound design, I hate when people use really popular music. Um, I think it's bad sound design if you do it wrong, which people do a lot, like in Suicide Squad was one of those times. In this movie, they use a lot of fun music, and I think it's used to sell the emotional content of the moment, whether that's fun or exciting or it whatever. Was, uh, they did t- a slowdown version of Take On Me during that like really emotional moment. It was like, I was kind of, At first I was like, oh, really? They're going to do this? And then like... Like that song, like kind of faded away, and like, but it was still present, and it was it worked really yeah. fucking well, and mixed it in with original shit too. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of fun with the movie. I mean, not gonna win an Oscar, right? But um, I don't know I that third that to. third act, man. He's really going for that Oscar. Suicide Squad won a fucking Oscar. It's got a shot. All right, guys, let's talk about Josh Brolin. All right, he's having quite the month. He played Thanos in Infinity War, Cable in Deadpool. What did you guys think of Josh Brolin, Kyle? Um, I, I didn't mind him in the role. I thought the character started off like really cool looking and badass. He had a good look to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the character just kind of like faded away towards the second act. He just like lost that mystique. He should have been a lot more mysterious and, and badass. Yeah. Uh, and they like started to give him a little too much backstory, but at the same time, like almost no backstory at the same time. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Uh, I just I don't think they sold Cable correctly to me, and I I, I didn't mind Brolin's performance, but you know I it's weird that he and Deadpool are the same height. I want a dude who's like fucking towering over Deadpool, <laughs> yeah. but I don't you know, know much. Of, I don't know much about Cable. Okay, so I'm, I'm this is pretty much my uh, my introduction to Cable. You know, um, with X Force as well. You know, uh, but uh, for for Josh Brolin. I thought he came on strong, right, in the, what, the uh, beginning of the second act, probably? Probably after the prison yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. I thought he came on strong. Um, 
he did have a cheap look, I thought, to his his uh, Terminator look, his, his metal skin. But I liked it. I liked it. It fit the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was cheap in a cool way. Um, I, I, I like uh, I like his weapons, his bubble shield. That was badass, yeah, man. Like every cool. time someone's firing, a bubble shield comes up. I love how the gun, you know, um, just it, it'll move from anywhere in the room to his back. Mm-hmm. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. And I did like the the play between Deadpool and and and, and Cable. And I think they lost some of that as well, like in that uh, that into second act going into third. Because I wanted a little bit more time with him as that antagonist, and I want to see him kick a little bit more ass too, because he gets his ass kicked a lot yeah. in this movie. I mean, he's going up and fucking against he's going dead up man. against he's going up against a girl whose power is luck, so he's not going to fucking oh. touch her. And then, you know, a guy who can't die exactly. And, you know, so it's kind of stacked against him. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I, I thought he came on strong. I mean, that the. Um, the fight scene with him and Deadpool in the prison, that was really cool. Yeah, that was awesome. And then I think he petered out. Um, <laughs> petered out. Is that a punch? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, what I did like was, like you guys were saying, like the shield and, and so they, I've said this in other podcasts on, on our superhero movies, don't use the CGI like for the full thing. And they did that well with him is they mm-hmm. just brought it in when they needed to. And the rest of the time, it's, you know, makeup and, and prosthetics and stuff, and then touched up with, with the yeah. CGI so that that's not all I'm focused yeah, shit on. It mostly looked practical. I, mean, I, I think the arm was, was CGI, and then the eye was obviously yeah. CGI, but I think when they had, he had that shirt off for that prolonged scene, I think that was legit makeup. Yeah. Well, and the shield, like, the shield's up, and then it disappears it as soon as he quick. doesn't need it, you know? So, um, he was fine to me. I don't think that he held his own with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, which, which is there's, tough to there's do. plenty of other yeah. actors in this movie that hold their own yeah. with Ryan Reynolds, but yeah, I agree. Um, you know, at the end of Deadpool one, you know, he was doing that Ferris Bueller's Day Off like in credit scene, and he teased like that Cable would be, you know, everyone from you know Mel Gibson, Dolph Lundgren to Kira Knightley, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I think there is still like he did fine. I didn't think I was gonna like um, Josh Brolin as Cable as all. Well. Like I have a problem with him being. You know, like um, Thanos and Cable the same month. You do get some fun meta jokes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he did fine, but I still think there's more inspired casting out there. I would rather have went with a Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. You know, I think um, going with um, Stephen Lang. I was a big fan when Stephen Lang wanted to be Cable. But they're going to make like 80 more Avatar movies, so he's not allowed to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I think there's uh, more inspired casting, but he, he did okay. You know, and I think we're going to see probably some more of Josh Brolin. Going I mean, I, I, the Cable Deadpool comics are some of my favorites because they do this great, like, you know, 50 shtick of the straight man and, like, the kind of the screwball comedian, uh-huh. like, going back and forth. But, like, Cable's very dead serious all the time and Deadpool's doing his Deadpool thing, you know. And I think I think Brolin did that well. They just didn't... They Do weren't in enough scenes exactly. together, and which I really love the scene where they're fighting together when they're like taking on all the guys because it's and he's like, wow, that was kind of a fun team up, and it's like it's just like a little nod to the the comic series where they're together, um, and that was cool, but they didn't they didn't do enough together as a team to like really sell, yeah. Sell and, that. So, and I agree with that, and I think that uh, going forward, if we get an X Force, if we're getting a, a Deadpool three, whatever comes you know next, mm-hmm. I think there's plenty of time to build on that, and I think Josh Brolin will be will be great for it. They just need to give him a little bit more to do, and this movie was packed. With with some fun surprises, cameos, act you know actors, mm-hmm. um, so they just didn't have the you know the, the time to give them a, a lot of screen time. Um, but Thanos or Cable, Thanos, Thanos. He he gives a better performance and the character is much better fleshed out. 
Yeah, I mean, he does a better job with Thanos. Uh, I don't like that he was both of them. I, I mean, I know that, you know, it's produced differently and, and all that. But He doesn't look like himself yeah. in either role, right. really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. But, but yeah, Thanos was just uh, a better villain and a better character, I think, um, as and far as writing. Do, yeah, I mean, it's a writing, too. Yeah, right? and you do get some fun meta stuff, like I said. I mean, like, with, you know, Infinity War, just a few weeks removed from Infinity War, you do get when he calls him Thanos, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it, it's a very Deadpool thing to do, probably, at the end of the day, is to cast him. You know, as Cable, the same month as Infinity War. So that, that's kind of that's kind of. You, you just hope they didn't cast him just for like a one or two jokes in a movie, though. Yeah, like, yeah. But he did yeah. fine. He I did. was worried about he, that yeah. because I'm a Josh Brolin fan. Like I love No Country for Old Men. I mean, when Josh Brolin is hitting on all cylinders, he's he's awesome. I was just really worried going to this movie, and you know, uh, if if you're worried out there, I think he I think he did fine. He did he was okay. Um, serviceable. He was serviceable exactly. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, guys, we talked to him. We talked about him a little bit at the top of the episode, but um, I think he has a more physical presence in this yeah. as Deadpool. Um, I really enjoyed his performance, and again, this guy is showing up to work. He's just mm-hmm. not fucking give us a quick Deadpool mo- movie. He's not there just for the money and for the paycheck. This guy puts his fucking heart into it. Um, the, the emotional scenes, the comedic beats, everything. Writing. I think uh, yeah, he did, he Ryan Reynolds thing, yeah. is fucking amazing as Deadpool. Um, in Deadpool one, he's the reason to see it. Deadpool two, he's the reason to see it. Among you know um, other factors um, as well. But I thought I can't praise Ryan Reynolds enough in this role. And you know everybody obviously is a fan of Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. But he's gonna be he's he will go down as one of those actors that will be hard to replace once he puts up the the uh, mm-hmm. the Deadpool costume. It's gonna be hard to get someone else to fill those shoes. Yeah. What do you think of Ryan Reynolds in this? Yeah, uh, like we said, like the the emotional scenes, like he really like it, those would have fallen so flat if he wasn't giving such a good performance in them. Um, he does just a pretty terrific job. I mean, we know he's he's quippy and funny, and he he is in this too. Uh, high energy too, man. Is he? Yeah, he's always high energy, and and really, it, it came down to those emotional scenes. Where it's definitely where it's it differentiates itself from the first movie, and. Uh, yeah, he pulls you into it. I, I mean, everything that you said, like he he puts himself into that character more than anybody else has put themselves into a, a character uh, in a, in a comic book movie, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I I said some stuff earlier, and and he clearly loves the character. The comedy works because he's willing to like throw himself under the bus too. He's not afraid to literally. He's willing yeah. to shoot himself <laughs> yeah. in the back of the head yeah. over a green screen. Yeah. Lantern screen. I, I mean, he's he's not afraid to make fun of shit that he's done that was stupid. Um, and we see more uh, of a varied performance from him. What I liked better about his performance in this movie than the first one is he also felt like he's grown up a little bit and knew where to step aside and let other people be funny too. Yeah. Right? Uh, the first movie I thought was all him. And, yeah, for sure. And and there were there were a, a lot of funny moments in this where he set it up and then let somebody else you know take the ball and mm-hmm. and uh, put it in. So. Um, Great. I mean, he's the reason to see the movie, like you said. Great sports analogy. Yeah. Take the ball and put it in. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and the character Deadpool, I think, was more fleshed out this time. Like in, in Deadpool one, you you got the feeling that yeah, he can't be hurt. It, it's hard to, to kill this guy. But but if you didn't get that from Deadpool one, you definitely get it in Deadpool two. Like mm-hmm. there's scenes where he's fucking what he he blows up. 
He's he's decapitated. I mean, he's pretty much everything in this movie, right? Breaks his neck, breaks his back. I ripped mean, in half. Yeah. Ripped in half, right? <laughs> so I mean, if you don't get if you didn't get the sense from that from De- or from Deadpool one, Deadpool two, I think really sells it that this guy cannot die, which is really interesting. But he can. But yeah, <laughs> but he can. As we find out. Yeah. So uh, what did you think about? Is there anything uh, about Deadpool that you liked in this movie that they didn't uh, deliver in Deadpool one? Uh, again, like the, the emotional stuff, uh, allowing him to kind of take a backseat to some of these other characters, uh, you know, forming the X-Force, even though, you know, uh, we'll talk about they don't get to stick around for <laughs> too long, um, but, you know, letting Domino have her moments, letting Cable have his moments, letting Dopender, you know, have little jokes yeah. here and there, like, it, it wasn't just the Deadpool show, it was, it was more of a collaborative effort for this movie. Yes, he's still at the forefront, but... Other characters were, were kind of allowed to have the limelight. Yeah, is there anything you want to say about Deadpool the character? Uh, no, I mean I think he was great. The one thing that that does bug me a little bit is we made a huge deal about him not being able to get rid of those scars in Deadpool one, but when he has his baby legs in this movie, <laughs> there's no scarring. So, spoiler, they fucked up. Inconsistency. Yeah. Yeah. Man, let's talk about some of the MVPs. All right, let's talk about some of the re- the rest of the cast. Um, Josh Brolin again. I thought he was okay. He was better than the villain from Deadpool One. Okay, yeah. But Ajax. there were some awesome side characters here, actors and actresses that really do go toe to toe with Ryan um, with Ryan Reynolds. One was uh, Zazie Beetz. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, is she from anything that she's on Atlanta? Okay, uh, the Donald Glover TV show on FX. I've never watched it, but Me you either. can you can tell yeah. when when show, someone shows up like that and it, it gives such an awesome performance for me anyway that I'm like, she's the real deal. Uh, she's, she, she's she, really fucking good in Atlanta. She too. will be around for a while. People will know the name Zazie Beats. This is mm-hmm. the first time I've heard it with Deadpool here, but she will be um, a Hollywood threat. Mm-hmm. She's she's sexy as hell. She's awesome. She's energetic. She has charisma for days. Charisma that goes. Right toe to toe with with Ryan Reynolds. I thought Zazie Beats was a standout. Um, anything you guys want to say about Zazie? I thought she was great. I, I actually thought the first scene where they introduced her was kind of annoying. And I usually make up my mind about somebody. I'm like, okay, fuck her. But um, really, that first scene? Yeah, I thought it was kind of. And then and then the rest of the movie, like you said, that charisma, she was great. See, that uh, for that me. first scene where she walks in, I was just like. That was I was sold right there. I thought she was fantastic. She was just oozing with with charisma. The joke went on too long for me. Uh-huh. Um, I, yeah, I uh, with yeah, the, the joke did. But yeah. I mean, something in her eyes and the way she delivered. And this, she was just I don't know, just saucy. You know? Yeah, I, I, yeah I just, just cool. And yeah, saucy. just really cool and saucy. What do you think of Zazzy? Uh, I I liked the look that that Domino had. A lot of people were like complaining before, and they were they were like, oh, you know, she's just some weird black exploitation character. Uh-huh. It's like. She, I don't, was not, I don't, yeah. she was not even close no, to that. And I didn't it was like, get that at all. People were complaining that, you know, she didn't have the white eye, but she did, and they did it in a cool way where she had, like, the fucking skin disease that, you yeah. know, some people get, but, like, uh, black people will have, like, white skin, and it was just over her eye. That was really fucking cool. And she had some on her arm, too. Yeah, a little bit on her arm, too, so it wasn't just, like, one weird concentrated spot. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Zazie Beats, like, gives it... I, I like it. She's she's just fucking cool, and that's that plays just fucking cool. It plays so much yeah. into the character because the character has like no worries. Mm. She's like fucking Hakuna Matata you know, all fucking day because like nothing bad can happen to me. So like she's like fucking when the craziest shit's going down, she's just like all right, cool. I'm yeah, just gonna yeah. take because her superpower is is luck is luck, and I love it because she's almost like a 
a female Deadpool in a way because she can't die either because she's so, she can, but she's so fucking lucky it's gonna be hard to put her in the fucking ground. Mm. Yeah, you know. So there's a lot of scenes I can't wait to play with that character some more, whether it be again X Force or a Deadpool three. There's so much you can do uh, with your surrounding characters, just pretty much having a personal bubble yeah. show around him well, at all times. Well, like the, they're introducing her and he's like, you know, that's not even like you can't do anything like cinematography wise. It's gonna be cool and it's like cars are like fucking flipping around her and barely missing her and shit and it was yeah. like that oh like that joke scene was a little weird but like when they're showing like mm-hmm. her superpowers initially to us uh-huh. like that was really cool you know like, and that yeah. was the part right there where I thought the CG got a little shaky like I said at the top yeah. of the episode like I was really on board like you know something I always look for uh, within a movie and it's just where my eye goes and I fucking hate it but uh, fake blood fuck, uh, fake blood shots shit like that I can't stand it I'm like that looks cheap as hell where's the squibs I understand why they do it for practical reasons and, and costs but um, I always see that a lot in movies and I didn't see a lot of fake blood here until we get into like the second third act and that's where things got a little shaky but that scene there with the uh, the, the car and the gas station and everything blowing yeah. up I was like ah oh, it's a little eyesore there um, what do you think about uh, just her powers and, and, and being lucky? Isn't that a cool, uh, cool yeah, superhero I, power? And, and she played it so well. I mean, there's like there was a way to play that where it could have been annoying or whatever, and she did just play it very like this is normal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't like hey, look at this, look at this, you know, because because I think that somebody who was a bad actor might have overplayed that part, and she didn't do that at all. I I believed that that was her life, and that that's mm-hmm. the way that she walked through it and um great introduction for her uh and her powers and, and another actor who i think went toe to fucking toe with uh, ryan reynolds is uh julian dennison um as uh russell collins slash fire fist and uh <laughs> i'm not a huge fan of i think you are kyle i really like hunt for the wilder people hunt yeah. for the wilder people have you ever watched that mm-hmm. it's it's a taika watiti joint you know um so it's cool to bring this kid into the marvel universe mm-hmm. you know um but uh this kid was so awesome like i liked him in the movie i just didn't care for hunt for the wilder beast that much uh, but i liked him in the movie but he has so much range in Deadpool 2, you know, going from, you know, uh, just the fun kid. Like, he is fun. He's mm-hmm. fun as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got some great lines. You know, he's, he's got that Him cool... in the prison is awesome. Him in the prison <laughs> is awesome. He wants to, like, fight the biggest dude there, yeah. and he just keeps getting fucking knocked out by these he's, adults. He's just a fun character, but then you get dark moments with him in that third act where I'm like, okay... If he does go that route, I can buy this kid as a fun sidekick, you know, um, comedy relief, or I can buy him as this guy who could potentially turn into a supervillain, you know? Um, I absolutely love this kid. I think he's a huge takeaway from this movie, and I can't wait to see him in, you know, future installments of whatever they give us next. What do you think of him? Yeah, I I thought he did a good job. Um, uh, They they played into him. Like, he does have those, like, funny moments where it's, like, after... Spoiler, Juggernaut's in this yeah, after yeah. Juggernaut rips Which Deadpool in half. Yeah, I did <laughs> without even knowing. And it. you didn't know anything about that. I did not know. I swear okay. to God. Yeah, that was a good call. But uh, I loved. Uh, he rips him in half, and then like he's just walking away with the rope. And I was like, I was, I thought that was fucking yeah, hilarious. Yeah. But it was like a weird kind of moment. Um, and he does. He pulls off the uh, the very like emotional scenes at the end when Deadpool yeah, dies. He does. Um, and he pulls off like a fucking badass when he's like fucking lighting that little like chapel on fire where the fuck they're at when he's trying to kill that guy and he's like say it to me say what you used to say to me every time you used yeah. to like torture me or whatever like yeah he's he, he pulls it off well they do a good job of of really shifting him from like 
I'm the plucky little sidekick to I'm the villain of this movie. Yeah, and you know what, uh, Kyle? Next year we're doing that huge superhero tournament. You know, uh-huh. it's going on from January until fucking November, December. It's going to be goddamn huge, like our martial arts tournament this year. And I was thinking while I was watching this, you know, um, hard telling where Deadpool two will will fare, you know, um, within next year. But I was like, you know, picking it apart. I was like, man, best duos, you know, and things like that. And I think there's a lot of stuff, kills, things like that. I think there's a lot of stuff where Deadpool two. Um, has what it takes to um, be a um, be a threat to the tournament. You know, I can't I can't wait to see. But I would, there's there's definitely things there. I think that we'll be talking about next year for sure within that tournament. Yeah, I thought he was great. I mean, when we first see him, we're getting a lot of anger out of him. Um, I'm like, okay, he's going to be this broken character or whatever. And then shortly after, um, I think when he uh, tells that joke about. They don't have any plus size superheroes or whatever. Yeah. I was like, okay, this kid can like deliver a joke, and that's important when you're in a movie with Ryan yeah. Reynolds, right? Um, so yeah, I think he had a lot to do in this movie, and if they had not cast somebody good, it could have ruined the whole fucking oh, movie. Oh man, if they would have cast um, like an Eddie Furlong, <laughs> is that what Eddie you're Furlong about? now? <laughs> yeah, no, but you're right. He has to be able to sell, and there's I don't you know I can't think of you know right off the top of my head, but there's you know there's not many people that can do it. And I think that he has that kind of comedy. I think he fits perfectly within the Deadpool, you know, this 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 universe here. And that's hard. That's hard to cast for a kid. Well, yeah, the kid's too old to be, like, cute, funny, right? Yeah. And not old enough to get somebody with, like, a ton of experience, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they could have fucked it up, and they they didn't. I mean, I he, think he did a great he's, job. He's at, like, perfect age to, like, where he's pulling off the crass comedy pretty well. Like, mm-hmm. like just, like, this him pulling a pin out of his ass or, like, giving the middle finger. Like, it just tweaks that humor up a little bit because he's, like, not quite old enough to where, like, it's like, okay, that's just normal. But he's not, like, not so young enough that it's kind of just like, okay, that's just yeah. too much. Old enough to say prison wallet without <laughs> questioning <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> Not not a newcomer here, but someone that I enjoy and fits into this world really well is uh, T.J. Miller as Weasel. All right, um, I was not expecting him to be in it this much because of the whole Me Too, him getting wrapped up into. I haven't been following what he did necessarily, and it didn't seem like he was missing any scenes here. Look, it was pretty. He compact. just completely disappears. In you think the third so? Act, in the third act, but he, yeah. He, but he, he shows, he shows up much. during the baby leg scene, and then like they all leave to go to that fight, and he doesn't join them. But he doesn't join in the first fight, so I think it was pretty equal to screen time and presence mm-hmm. as the first movie. Sure, but I think the idea probably would have been that he would have been in this a little bit more. I think a lot of this movie kind of wrapped up before most of that shit started going down for him. Yeah, uh, yeah but I think we would have seen but, it cut even but more. But I think, I think he may have been cut out of some stuff. I think, think he, so? I think he probably had more... More of a president. I mean, there's like a scene like he's like totally doing his own thing, and then the next thing you know, Cable just has him as a hostage. There's got to be a scene just fucking in there somewhere. It like it was kind of weird and disjointed, uh, but I, which which yeah. I probably was cut because of you know just for action and pacing. Sure, I can't imagine but, them pulling that out and keeping everything else. Mm-hmm. What do you think of T.J. Miller in this? Yeah, I I thought I mean I thought he was good. I love T.J. Miller when I see him. I, it's unfortunate that it seems like. I mean, I don't know him He's personally, right? Yeah, it seems like he just can't get his alcoholism under control is what the, the story seems like because he got fired from Silicon Valley, which sucks because he was a great character on that. You know, I, I had heard that... Um, Called he was, him a bomb threat to yeah, an airport. Because <laughs> some bitch was mean to him. Um, yeah, you are you got a huge smile on your face when you say he called it a bomb threat right, at an airport. Right, because that's something a character he would play would do, yeah. but you can't do that in real life, right? Um, 
So I really like. Is that him. something that we need to just say? Fuck you! You can't be in a Deadpool movie. I don't know his accusations though for the well, movie. Like sexual assault Ra- stuff. Yeah, and, Ryan know, Reynolds says that if there's a Deadpool three or an X Force, yeah, he, he's, won't, be he won't be in it. And I did feel like I didn't feel like he was like hacked from the movie, but I thought, okay, they're trying to make time, and every single time they could cut a TJ Miller scene, they did it. I think really. See, um, I didn't feel it. I just watched Deadpool one um, just last night to, to prepare for this. And I really think it was consistent with Deadpool one with screen time and presence, but sure. But but Weasel is a really important character to the Deadpool comics. He's you know he's 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 the right hand man to Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Like he sets up all this stuff and like so he's the whistler. So to, yeah, to Deadpool. he should have he should have had more of a role wow. into. He should have built, but he he just yeah he didn't build. That's for I'll give you right. that. I don't think he built you know mm-hmm. upon one at all. I think it was consistent with one, which sucks too because I, I think T.J. Miller you know, plays well off of Ryan Reynolds. I think he really fits in this universe as well, and, and it kind of sucks that I love consistency. Like even when we're talking MCU guys, when when we're not consistent, when even when the, the decisions are better, and you switch out Edward Norton's for you know um, who plays Hulk now. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Even when you make that switch, though, you know what I'm saying? It still bothers me when I go back and watch certain things. So I hope they don't recast. I hope this. I hope TJ Miller gets his shit together because I would like to see him in Deadpool 3 X-Force. I think he fits, and it just it's unfortunate. I hope he doesn't become a casualty of, 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 of his own actions. I know? mean, he's he's a white male, so if he gets his shit together, <laughs> they'll put him back, you know, they'll yeah. put him back into it. But he's going to have to, like, do a rehab and then say a couple apologies. Oh, look, here's a redemption to, tour. Yeah. Kind of thing, yeah. So X Force guys, <laughs> that was well, some of my fa- that was my favorite shit in this movie, dude. When they that, did- that from the when they showed up to when they all die is some of the best <laughs> fucking shit. They go very uh, what is it, MacGruber with it, where like he like assembles his team, and then before they even get to the first mission, they just all fucking die in like a horrible best part way. Of the movie. Uh, to me, yes. I, just, movie. I lost my shit. I don't know thing. if it'll hold up now that I know what's happened. Yeah, no, but with. Movie trailers today, movie trailers ruin the whole fucking movie now. There were so many scenes. Yeah. There were so many scenes that they shot with those people, even though they weren't in the movie to like actually have any of those scenes. Yeah. When I saw those trailers, I was excited to see the movie, and I was sure that we had a big X Force presence in the movie. You want to see Terry Crews like beat the fuck out of somebody. I do think he was underutilized a little bit because he's funny as hell yeah, and he Terry didn't Cruz. have any. Uh-huh. Terry Crews is yeah. another guy who would fit perfect in in this universe, uh, you know. Uh, well, he's not. He wasn't in it anymore. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about that. But no, that was my favorite. Like, yeah, I was not expecting that. I was expecting a huge X Force presence, and I stay, you know, spoiler free, guys. I don't know shit going into these movies, and I was. Um, you, you see in the trailer that uh, where they're in the uh, the carrier and they're gonna, mm-hmm. be, you know, jump out. You know, some shit's going down. I was like, that's third act man they're gonna be mm-hmm. fighting together and they all have their parachutes and they all die horrible horrible <laughs> deaths different horrible ways <laughs> <laughs> which i love it was so unexpected and then we get a great uh, cameo there let's talk about that later yeah. but um yeah I, I love that i did not expect it um Let's talk Let's about. Let's break down the characters like individually. Go ahead. Go we ahead. Only get, so we get we get Bedlam, which is Terry Crews, who fucking runs like they all jump out of a plane, and there's a there's a, <laughs> a breeze. They, ta- they talk about the wind advisory <laughs> as if it's just like nothing, and you're like, okay, maybe they'll just end up off course or uh, whatever. Oh yeah, no. 
They do. Uh, Terry Crews goes blowers. fucking like 100 miles an hour into the front of a bus going 100 miles well, an hour. The other he might way. be alive. They're doing CPR he's, on him at the end. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Motherfucker's dead. Uh, then you get Peter Lamb's just fine. He's by... Uh, That's my favorite character. Yeah. Though. I love Peter. Peter. Awesome. Uh, Rob Delaney, a great comedian, uh, fucking survives it for now. <laughs> uh, then you get Bill Skarsgård. Uh, I don't remember what char- his character name was. I think he was a made-up character. Yeah, movie, but who's just like... Vomits acid, lands on a fucking wood chipper, <laughs> and then as he's spitting up blood, Peter goes over to save them and then just gets fucking covered in the acid blood. Uh, Domino lands safely. Yeah, yeah. Which and I then, love. Yeah, I yeah. love her power. And then we have, you know, uh, what? Vanisher. Vanisher. Yeah, who's our, ahead, who's, who's Vanisher? Our big cameo is Vanisher runs into a power line and Vanisher is invisible this whole movie. Whole time. Which is a at first is a stupid gag and then it builds up to just yeah. being funnier and funnier every time you see it. It's a backpack floating in the it's air. It's a fucking backpack that just falls out <laughs> of a plane. And then it hits power lines and it turns into Brad Pitt. <laughs> I love it. It's and so he, good. We had one. We had the guy. Uh, we had one more that flew into a helicopter. Oh, uh, uh, Shatterstar! Yeah, Shatterstar. Yeah, from Which is such World. a dick. Like he comes it, off the whole movie like he's better than you know anything that Deadpool did. People were like also complaining about him because like he didn't like he dresses like his character in the <laughs> comics. People were like, oh, it just looks stupid. Brian, I think we were doing uh, fucking Infinity War room. He was just talking about. He's like, that looks so fucking stupid. Like his character looks dumb. It's like. Yeah, and it worked oh. out perfectly because it just fucking <laughs> lands in a helicopter propeller, just fucking green slime everywhere when he fucking. And you know what it. I love though is like um, going <coughs> watching uh, X Men First Class and some of those X Men movies when you meet um, other mutants within the world, they kind of have powers that you've already seen, like yeah. throughout the whole X Men franchise. There was even another Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there was everyone that you met had powers of someone you've met previously in other movies. Yeah. What I loved here, too, is if they ever did use these movies for X-Force, you know, or if they ever do resurrect these characters somehow, we'll talk about. But I love how they all had unique abilities. They were memorable. Like, they just their style or their look. I was really impressed with the team they put together. And then they just shit the bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> but let's let's talk about that real quick. Um, we'll build up to... Uh, we'll talk about the rest of stuff later in the middle. But at the end, he goes back in time. Deadpool does. All right? I think he just saves Peter, Me though. Me too. <laughs> so that's what I'm wondering. Because he, they all kind of land roughly with you know uh, within the same amount of time. You know, mm-hmm. within a, what, a minute or two? Yeah, but all he does, he just tells Peter, he's like, yeah, don't go over to that wood chipper, turn around, come back this come way, back. we need to run. And he's like, no, but I think we always go. And he's like, no, we're just leaving So this you time. don't think that he saved <laughs> No, he time? only saved Peter. He's just such an ass. He only well, saved Peter. Well, but he told Peter that he would... <laughs> he would have his back. Yeah, I always got your back, sugar bear. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great, but man, I wish that he would go back just a little bit further and save everybody. It's such a, it's I a think trope. it's funnier that he only saves yeah, Peter. It is. It's, it's a Deadpool thing to do. <laughs> So, I don't know. I, I'm very curious. So who are they going to build? Well, I guess they do, in a way, have their X-Force right now. They're, yeah, right? like, all those characters aren't really X-Force characters. You've yeah, got, like, people like Bishop and stuff that are, yeah. are really, like, your main heart. Well, if they're going with uh, Generation 1, if you would, of, uh-huh. of, of uh, X-Force. You know, right now they have who? Fire Fist. Mm-hmm. They have... Um, Cable sticking around, it Domino. looks like at the end. Domino, yeah. that's a pretty cool team. Sure. I would watch an X Force movie with the uh, the end characters walking off the screen. I would watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you guys? Yeah. Well, and you've got some other options too because because of these cameos, we mm-hmm. found out that Deadpool is occurring in our prequel X Men universe. Yes. Uh, that super <laughs> quick cameo was really fun. Did you catch well, that? Uh, which one? 
when they're in the when they're the in mansion. the X Mansion, and he's like, "There's like no other fucking characters oh, ever yeah. here ever." And then you just see like McAvoy and Beast and like all of them like slowly close yeah, the door. Yeah, Evan Peters is in there. Yeah, they're all yeah, fucking standing over. in there. Yeah, which is cool. So I, I actually leaned over to you, Kyle, and I whispered, um, "You know, wh- where's the where's Deadpool at in this timeline? Do you guys know? I mean, is it just?" Fuck all. I don't think I don't, I don't think, think Deadpool's playing by any yeah. rules. I mean Juggernaut is just fucking shows up as a completely different character. It's not a past character yeah. or a future. Do you character. like how Juggernaut was handled compared to Juggernaut, you know, and and what was it last yeah. stand? <laughs> yeah. Much, yeah. much fucking better. I, I like the way they had Juggernaut looking. Like that's he should be a fucking massive beast of a bulldozer yeah. man. And that fucking worked and like they didn't take his helmet off. Yeah. Like so I, I think they nailed Juggernaut, but I think there was that some wonky CG. There was, was some wonky yeah, CG, which that. is unfortunate. You know, I don't. That won't hold up at all. You no. look back in like five. The years, design was great. The design the was great. Yeah. Was not. They just needed. It seems like it was still in post in a few areas, which yeah. was unfortunate. That was yeah. one of the, the he looks like super things that needed touched. Yeah, that, which is so unfortunate <laughs> when they do nail it. They do yeah. get it right, which was pretty cool to see that fight with Colossus versus oh, Juggernaut. We're about to have a CGI fight as, as Deadpool <laughs> yeah. announces before it happens. Did you like Juggernaut in this? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The CGI was shit for him. I, I didn't like that at all. But I mean, the look—he should be big. Um, you know, it's uh, it's not cool to have the, them looking exactly like the comics. And I thought the way they did his helmet and everything—you know—it wasn't maroon. You know, it, yeah, but it still he had looked, those big brown fucking yeah. turd bullet right. thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, he still looked good. I liked that he uh, actually had a little bit of a relationship. With Russell, right? Because uh-huh. that's not something you usually get from um, from Juggernaut. He's usually pretty one dimensional. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. What about um, Negas- uh, Megasonic? Is it Megasonic? Megasonic, Megasonic. Teenage Warhead. Teenage- that's a mouthful, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, I was expecting to see her a little bit more in this movie because she was a she, she was, was a, a huge standout presence. in the first one. Yeah. yeah, she was a standout <laughs> in the first one, and then she just doesn't really have anything to do here, and it it's really unfortunate because I think she's pretty cool. You yeah, know? So, that's a, it's a cool character. She's got a cool look. I think she's just fucking gorgeous. I love that. Yeah, yeah. She's Brown and Hildebrand. Um, but like they just like threw in this like. Lesbian backstory, which is is fine and cool. They get a couple of cool like little jokes out of it, and then like her girlfriend is like just a weird kind of character that just like yeah. is always like, oh hi Deadpool, I like you. Yeah. Like she hey, just, she just yeah. enjoys Deadpool's presence, which is kind of fun. But yeah, were you missing her? Um, in this? Yeah, b- because she was great in the first one. It wasn't like she did a bad job, and they needed to cut down on her. They didn't. They I know they were focusing more on Colossus and this mm-hmm. kind of relationship with Deadpool and them being friends, but they did not use her enough. And the problem is, is with Keiko, is that, was that the... Uh, Yuki. Oh, Yuki. Um, some random Japanese name. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, with, Jeremy. With the You're girl- a racist just <laughs> like Cable. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, the, um, with the girlfriend, I thought that even the scene she was in got stolen from her because uh-huh. it was always like, hey, Wade. Oh, hi, Wade. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Yuki. Uh, like 2,500 times yeah. in the movie. So every scene she was in, her girlfriend had something to say, and she was mm-hmm. just in the background. Uh, and again, bring up Cable, uh, Roku. We didn't talk about that, but I love the racist jokes. That was really funny. That's <laughs> yeah. what, Cable like, comes off super racist. I, Jeremy was laughing the hardest at those. <laughs> you were definitely laughing at them. Well, but just because the first time he said Black Tom, and like... <laughs> every time they said Black Tom, so, Jeremy lost his shit. <laughs> so Black Tom was... <laughs> Was like your typical you racist. your typical white prison guy, 
And for some reason, Ryan Reynolds I'm thought, Black Tom. Hi, I'm White Wade yeah, Wilson. <laughs> thought because his name was Black Tom that he was African American. He's called African American Tom. Which got shit. to me, uh, which gave me a chuckle the first time, but then by the 25th African American <laughs> joke about this white guy with dreadlocks, <laughs> I just couldn't handle it. So, what did you guys think about the director swap? So, we had Tim Miller direct the first Deadpool. Mm-hmm. He was very instrumental in bringing Deadpool One, you know, uh, alive with Ryan Reynolds. Behind the scenes, there was a bunch of crap that went on, and then um, after those creative differences, they brought in John Wick's David Leach. He took over. So, what's your thoughts on the director swap? Was that a good thing? Uh, yeah, I mean, they they said it from the the title sequence, which they copied from the first movie, was from the director that killed a dog in John Wick, <laughs> uh, uh, and the action certainly shows through uh-huh. in this one. Uh, the action was just meh in the first movie yeah. but this one like a lot fucking better the prison fight scene's yep. really cool the uh, on the one on the convoy is fucking great yep. uh, I like the I liked even uh, Colossus versus Juggernaut it looked bad but like it looked it which was is, good which is interesting when I, when they said that David Leach was taking over one of the, the two that directed John Wick I, I expected a little bit more gunplay it was a different kind of action mm-hmm. that I think he brought uh, better overall because I think that was a weak point to Deadpool 1 for me that's mm-hmm. why you know I give that a 3 3.5 overall just thin plot and weak action mm-hmm. scenes I think that they build upon that with David Leach interesting though is you know what Tim Miller is prepping right now isn't it a, it's a John Wick no, the, oh. the newest Terminator movie, uh, which is yeah, interesting right, because right. now, uh, Tim Miller, he's okay, but I want to see a fucking David Leach Terminator mm-hmm. movie. And he directed this one, so that's that's kind of uh, unfortunate, you know, because I think that this plot is very Terminator-ish, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's, is, yeah. That's, that's what Cable is. Which cable is, cable is, is the fun. Terminator. Yeah, which, he's, he's a fucking Terminator, yeah. So, uh, but it was really cool. I'd like to see what David Leach would do with a Terminator movie, because I think there's moments when you first see Cable and he's, he's entering the prison. I think there's moments there where I'm like, I think he could just direct the fuck out of a Terminator movie. What do you think about this director swap? Yeah, I mean, I think it was it was good for the action, for sure. I don't really care uh, about that. I think, I think having... Uh, the same director when you're telling a long story over several movies is important, but this is a different story, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same characters, different story. So I, I don't think you need the same director, and I I think that a new, um, you know, a new point of view helped this movie out, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you 100. percent He he helps all those emotional things too, because he does do that in John Wick. Like that joke is, you know, they killed the dog at the beginning, and as simple as that is in John Wick, like it does have an effect on you, and it gives your character motivation, like. Wade doesn't have a seemingly like huge motivation in the in the first movie, but killing his girlfriend, his fiance or whatever in this movie and like, you know, the just the coin, as simple as that coin can be, yeah. like that really helped like put you in Wade's shoes and understand why he's doing what he's doing. So, yeah, yeah, I think David Leach will be a director um, after this movie who's going to stay busy. I actually yeah. hope that, you know, w- with any franchise, you want someone to helm it, you know? And uh, I hope that David Leach is one of those guys that come in because I actually, there's there's a lot of things. I don't know where it begins and where it ends with David Leach in here, but, uh, you know, obviously he, he did some, he approved some things that I really liked about this movie. So I would like to see him touch an X-Force movie or maybe stick around for Deadpool 3. Um, I think there were some interesting things like the CGI stuff. You can't really put it on him. I, I know this probably had a bigger budget than Deadpool 1. You know, mm-hmm. but probably still not in an Infinity War type budget. Right. You know, I would probably wager what. Um, you have your phone on you while we're talking. Probably what you think? Uh, let's let's put what some uh, let's throw some predictions out there. How much this movie? I'm gonna make? say a hundred. No, um, how much it cost to make? I would oh. say 130. 
Yeah, that probably sounds. What do you think? Um, and while you're looking that up, I do yeah, want to. I'll, I'll say a hundred million flat. Yeah, which is not very much. I think Logan, Logan was probably a little bit less than that, but uh, that's pretty low for a big budget tentpole summer movie. So I think a lot of money you saw on the screen. Yeah, yeah. I mean that CGI shit is expensive. These nerds that. Uh, took Photoshop in college, think that they didn't need to get paid more. <laughs> and they didn't, go to, they didn't go to Bob's visual shop either. They went to fucking Weta, you know? Yeah. And Weta cost some goddamn money, especially after those War of the Ape movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm very curious. Let's talk about Tone while he's looking up the budget on this. Um, I Yeah, like we said at the top, we've said this a few times, I was not expecting this to be... Um, when you go to see a Deadpool movie, you're expecting, you know, um, balls-to-the-wall comedy. You're expecting yeah. a certain, you know... And I love humor that has some balls to it. I mean, we're critics with attitude, you know. I, I I don't like to neuter anybody's personality. I want to have fun on a podcast. That's what you're going to see a Deadpool movie for. They, they know how to have fun with a Deadpool movie. I was not expecting um, to get the feels in a Deadpool movie, and I experienced some of those feels within this. What do you think? Yeah, and they went back and forth with the emotions, like from, okay, it's, it's comedies and we're not taking anything serious at all until, and then you drop right in to like a serious moment. And there were only a couple times where I felt like it was too sharp of a turn yeah. in the movie. Um, most of the time, it was like, okay, I'm with you. I'm like, you know. And the sharp turns it. are hard to handle sometimes. Yeah. And I think there was some really good transitions in this from humor to the fills. You know? Did you get the budget on that? 110. 110. What did I say? 130? Mm-hmm. You said that? But yeah. And that's that's not much for a summer temple movie. And I think, like I said, I think the money, you're seeing most of that money on screen is not going to, you know, Peter's catering, you know, right. and catering Terry Crews and a bunch of trailers. I think pretty much that money's on screen. Don't you guys agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I know you're a big fan of the tone of this movie. Uh, you've said it a couple times. Um, anything else you want to talk about with that tone? I, I do think, even though as much as I love that they, they you know, bookended this with good emotional moments instead of the humor... It was kind of difficult sometimes to take it from those, like, deep, raw, emotional moments back into the humor. Um, so, like, the first, like, couple of jokes after, I don't know if it's because the jokes weren't strong enough or if it's because you're still kind of playing into the emotion emotional side. But I was, like, not finding myself, like, laughing at those like I I think they intended me to. Yeah, they yeah. needed some Black Tom jokes during that. <laughs> and, and I do, I will give some credit where credit's due. Um, Deadpool 1, they really did, is as thin as that movie is, um, and this last time I just watched it last night was even thinner than I remember. Mm-hmm. But something they really built upon was his relationship with Vanessa. Yeah. And I think that's a testament in a strong suit when talking about Deadpool 2 because without that relationship you know like I, that was something I bought from Deadpool 1 was their relationship and so when she dies in this you know I feel it you know you know they have a lot in common mm-hmm. you know he takes it in the ass by a strap line yeah, that's well, love and she doesn't get a lot of time in this movie so if you didn't have that set up yeah. mm-hmm. um, I don't think you'd feel like if you just went in and watched Deadpool 2 without watching Deadpool 1 I think you would think that was a little flimsy so you uh so, like you said, they set it up well and um, and carried it over. Yeah. What would you guys think about the third act? That's something that when I go to see a, a superhero movie, like we did our top five. Uh, you were actually supposed to be at that podcast, yeah. but you missed it. You, I think you were <laughs> sick or something that night. We did our top five um, superhero fights, um, which a lot of times goes into that third act. I think a lot of my top fives were third act fights. Um, what do you think of the third act fight in this? The third act in the first movie was really bad. Yeah, really bad. I and didn't then, like it at all. Oh, CGI was um, worse than yeah. that, too. This one I enjoyed quite oh. a bit. I thought it was the strongest act of the movie. 
they they because they do a good job with the emotional scenes. Uh, the action is solid. The acting is. I think solid. I enjoy the second the act more choice. though. I agree with you on the yeah. motion beats in a third, mm-hmm. but I think I enjoy the second act I, the most out of this. Movie. Uh, I they they wrapped the story up for the second movie really well. Um, because I mean it just kind of like falls apart in the first one. It's just kind of like okay, yeah, whatever, like whatever it's gonna be. And this one, like actually everything that's been happening leads up to it, and you get those moments and like. Uh, it, it's a really strong emotional moment when he walks through that partition in the wall and that like yeah. dead world, whatever wherever he's at, like when he's he's with Vanessa, like and he like that skin just turns back to his normal self and like you know she he's getting all these these moments that he talked about like oh you know think use your heart and that's what he used to stop the bullet to save the kid and like just all this stuff like they they brought it all together really well for that third act. Yeah. Yeah, I liked the third act much better than than Deadpool 1. There weren't any fight scenes in the third act that I really thought were great. I mean, I think Deadpool and Cable, you know, with with their little uh, last fight against all the hospital guards was was pretty cool. Yeah. But, I mean, those were all human people. And I think the best fight uh, was probably Cable versus Deadpool within the prison. Yeah, the prison was, was the best fight yeah. scene for, for me, for sure. Um, I think they got away with a little bit more this movie some of the shittier parts because they said hey a shitty part's coming up right they said hey it's gonna be a cgi fight and mm-hmm. um there were a few times in the movie where he's like that's lazy writing and mm-hmm. and so they just like poked that they they made the joke uh about what about what you were gonna think about that moment before you had a chance to have a negative thought about it mm-hmm. and so um i think that worked well third act was fine for me um but the second act was definitely yeah the the star of this movie yeah i I think think. so too and no game changers unfortunately when it comes to you know superhero fights you know because that's Mm -hmm. what again when i'm Mm -hmm. putting my money down i'm buying that ticket especially for a superhero movie you know these these uh i think this i've I've said it multiple times we're living in the time of the nerd the time of the geek like they they're really pulling things from the pages and putting it on the screen Mm -hmm. and and here i had a blast and the third act is more emotional i think than than action and i'm totally fine with that i'm totally fine with that um but I still didn't, I don't think I, and again, I didn't see anything in Infinity War either that was uh, was game-changing in terms of fights. No, you're you not know? getting that uh, Doc Ock on the train with Spider-Man like right. we did in Spider-Man 2. Exactly. No, but I felt like what Leech does really well, like he did it with John Wick, like taking a character's strengths and like using those, like the close-up gunfights. And like here he really took Deadpool and was like, yeah. here's a guy that like can take damage, so I'm going to be doing cool stuff with him in, in, in ways that we haven't seen. Or in ways that we have seen, but turn it on his head, like when he's cutting the fucking bolts in half, but he's like missing most yeah. of them. Uh, or, you know, using Domino and this luck effect and shit just flying by yeah. her. Um, I thought when they were on the convoy, like, one of like the cooler things is like when he starts like fucking airlock releasing all those fucking prisoners and just yeah. shoving them out into yeah. the street. I was like, holy fuck, that's pretty goddamn cool. Yeah. Like, I didn't see that coming at all. Like, he's just unlocking these giant fucking, like, crates or whatever that they're trapped in and just shoving them into the yeah, road. I didn't know like, the truck worked that way. Well, yeah, I had no idea. And then, like, <laughs> I love a good convoy, guys. Yeah, Come on. Like, that convoy looked cool. It was pretty yeah. cool. It looked badass. Or you got Deadpool when he's like on the, the truck behind it trying to catch yeah. up and like the dude like shoots him through the hand he just pushes the gun the rest of the way through and turns it yeah. around and shoots him. That was pretty fucking it's, it's cool. Some of my favorite stuff ever in a comic book movie is Team Synergy. And uh, again, with, with um, Domino and with Deadpool, I can't wait to see that that superhero relationship evolve into sequels because you can just do so much cool shit with that. You know what? In the third act, there was a damn good fight, and yeah. it was Domino's fight. 
Because she didn't have to lay a fucking finger on anyone, and oh, everyone kept yeah. killing themselves. So don't pretend like that no, wasn't that was, fucking cool. That was cool shit. Because like the, the guy gets decap- I said Deadpool got decapitated earlier. Yeah, I don't think no. he did. The dude got decapitated. That, yeah. Like, and that that was like uh, when he like gets like knocked over by all those things. I was like, oh, that one was kind of a shitty death. And then a few seconds later, that bookcase just fucking falls on his head. I was like, okay, that was actually really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Like all these people like just fucking accidentally killing themselves was was awesome. I that thought that fight was fucking amazing. Right, is there anything that I haven't brought up that you guys want to talk about? Scenes, characters, story beats? It's your time just to throw it out there, man. Oh, man. I know like, it's on the spot. And this is our first viewing right at that yeah, theater. It's now out about of the an theater. hour And it, I think it's going to have a similar effect that the first movie had where it's like, I enjoyed it, but in, it's going to be forgettable. In different ways. Yeah. Yeah. In different ways. Uh, I'm probably going to remember more from this, but I'm not going to remember the jokes as much because yeah, I don't think so. like the jokes were as strong. Uh, and they just, like, in the first movie, they're just fucking flying. Like, yeah. how many jokes can we fit on a page? On this one, it was like, let's pace out our jokes, and I just, I don't think they hit as well in all the spots. Um, I thought, we talked about music a little bit, I thought the music, yeah, was, music was done was really great, well. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of recognizable songs, and at moment that you fucking loved when they when the Juggernaut fight is happening, and it's just like, Juggernaut, those yeah. fucking kid yeah. choruses, yeah. like, holy, holy shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that was pretty fun, they, like, bring that back in the, the trailer. Uh, or what was the, your, fa- the, what was your favorite Deadpool kill? Not, not where he's killing, but he gets killed. Oh, when he dies? Oh, I think the prison fight for me where he gets not him when and Cable fall, and he just breaks his back and his That made me actually like, like legit wince. Like, that's a fucking brutal looking fall, and he like snaps his spine. Oh, yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> I like it, but in a way. I'm just going to throw this out there. I don't know why I'm thinking this while I'm watching it. It might just be me, and I'm not a real big fan of this movie that I'm going to bring up. But did, do you think that Jim Carrey, under the right direction, back in the day, could have pulled off a Deadpool? I don't. I don't, I don't think know. he's strong enough. Yeah, I don't. Because Ryan Reynolds is like a fit guy, right? He's he's known for being a comedy actor, but if he punched somebody in the face, I'm gonna assume that they mm-hmm. are getting hurt. If Jim Carrey punched somebody in the face. I don't. Maybe, yeah, like, you know. Dead, Dead, Deadpool is is a giant joke, but he has some credibility, like fighting and gunplay and swordplay and stuff. So I, I just don't see Jim I think, Carrey. I think what it was for me, but maybe it was the prosthetics and things, because you see more of the burn victim Deadpool. You know, you see mm-hmm. that way more in, than in Deadpool one. And I got a little bit of a, I don't know, like a mask fill. Did you guys get that at all? I don't. No, I don't I, know. I, I think Ryan Reynolds' comedy just serves it better. He's more. He's more wry. Mm-hmm. And and Jim Carrey's more slapsticky in like facial expressions and stuff and like his his deadpan like sort of humor makes Deadpool work. Yeah. So I, I just yeah. Jim I think Jim Carrey could have done all the promos for <laughs> yeah. for Deadpool, but as far as being I love in him the in Kick Ass too. I forget what his yeah. name is in Kick Ass too, but that was pretty yeah. fun. I forget what yeah. his name, but he was he was fun there. I don't know. I, I I just I was seeing there was some. I think he was channeling some some Jim Car- like early Jim Carrey in a couple of scenes. Maybe that was just his line delivery. I don't know. It was just it was just something I was thinking about while I was watching the movie. You're really right, Kyle, about Jim Carrey. Though I think one of his greatest strengths is he can like transform his face into whatever. And there's so much mask work on this that I don't know that it would suit Jim Carrey well. Yeah, Ryan, but, um, Ryan Reynolds doesn't have to use his face. But it is, it, he was very physical, right? And Jim Carrey's really physical. Yeah. So, like, some of the body contortioning type of stuff that he does to sell a moment, I think, uh, I could see how that is, like, Jim Carrey-esque. Yeah. 
You know, in the beginning of the movie, when uh, Vanessa gets killed, and you just see, you know, Wade, burn victim Wade, you know, and he's ki- killing all those people, um, he looked pretty intimidating just with his, sh- just a t-shirt on, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. just the way that he carried himself, and he gave some looks to the camera that were very sinister. Um, and again, that's um, a very strong portrayal, I think, and a, a lot of credit due to Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I um, mean, we've said it many times, yeah. like, he, he does a fucking great job, like, acting-wise in and this acting, movie. Yeah. Um, anything else that you guys want to talk about before we get to end credits? Yeah, I can't. Uh, like, the, it's one of the, I can't think Peter, of this movie. Peter I, is I, I great. Do, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, just a non-superpowered regular guy that comes in to join the X-Force. Yeah, and they beat, um, they beat Thor to it, didn't they? Because we've seen that Thor has, you know, a, a guy that he lives with in com- is it commercials or like a yeah, short film. Like yeah, they're like And I think they, sh- they probably, they should have run with that because Peter is going to be a big deal um, going forward. I mean, he's a fan favorite. You he know, was brought back. He was brought back. He's brought back <laughs> yeah. and you can guarantee he will be in the next movie. You know? Yeah. Um, we didn't talk about Dopender too much. Yeah, uh, he has like a, just a fun arc where he like decides he wants to be a, a killer, and and I, I ran this a by Muslim you guys. guy that wants to be a killer. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty hard. I, I ran this by you guys, and hey, I'm still not convinced that that won't play into part three. But uh, like, they show Cable's family dying to just this brown skin like guy, and they like just assume it's Russell because he shoots yeah. fire out of his hands. But like, they don't specifically say that it is Russell, and like. There's the either like oh he just like gets this thirst for blood after he kills his first person and Dopinder ends up killing like the the guy who runs the hospital at the end and like he just has this look on his face like that felt so fucking great and I was like oh shit that would be like a great twist if like he ends up being the guy that ended up killing Cable's family and I I hope they still go that route like I was there was like this after that they're like walking towards the camera and like the bear is kind of center, and I thought they were going to keep walking, and that bear was going to like start fading back into the the black again. But yeah, it, so it, I I like that. Dopinder is a um, a silly character, so they'd mm-hmm. have to do some really. Dope but it's twist. like so far in the future, like he just starts yeah. to like after he kills that first person, he just starts to go off the deep end and starts yeah. to get like crazier and more. So mind. depending on what they do with three, I might need to see some more dark tendencies there. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm on board with that. If they decide to do that, I think it's a pretty cool hook. What do you think? I don't think I don't think that he'll become the guy that killed Cable's family that we mm. saw in this movie. I mean, I think that was clearly supposed to be Russell and Fire Fist or whatever, but I do think that it... I do think they set it up for him to take the place, you know, the timelines change. Russell's not going to become a villain now, and I do think that they've set it up where they could do that for Dopinder and he could be something else, be the right? Big bad. Yeah. You know how we get that... Um, this is kind of off subject a little bit, but you know how we got that cameo with the X-Men in the mansion? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas Holt was in there, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's... Beast's um, the one that closed the door. Actually. Oh, oh, was he? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, which is Cyclops, and again, I don't know Cable that well, but is uh, that's his... That's his son. That's his... Cable... His cable. father. That's Cable's father. Yeah, Cyclops is, is Cable's okay. Gotcha. Father. And then yeah. Phoenix, right, is the mom. Yeah. Okay. Cameron. Cool. I don't. I don't know. A lot of people wouldn't know that because they didn't hit on that. I figured they would probably throw that or, or feed some, you know, do some fan service or. They don't play on that a lot in the X Force though. Like in the in the X Men comics, that's like a big part of it. But in X Force, Cable's kind of his own. Yeah, thing. I, mean, I mean, Cyclops is oh. like long gone by yeah. the time Cable is like a fully fledged like badass. So. I just want to know if there's a there's... timeline here because like when he comes back from the future, when he comes from the future, is the future anywhere near Days of Future Past, or is that even way further than where Cable is? Does Cable inhabit that I, kind of timeline? I think it's just a Deadpool movie, and they don't care about the timeline. <laughs> yeah, like probably. even even in that in credit scene where like they fix the time, and he's like going back, and he's like killing. He's like, I'm just fixing timelines, and he's like <laughs> killing his old like version of himself from X Men Wolverine Origins. 
Which, oh, we didn't talk about that. Hugh Jackman's in this fucking oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hugh Jackman. Like, that No, that, he, he does his own scene. Like, Is that his own scene? I thought yeah. I think that's just lifted from um, Wolverine. Yeah, I thought it was just... No, because he says different lines in it. Oh, really? I'm, I'm positive. They I'm pretty... That's like... Because he looks... He looks young. super young. Yeah, he looks yeah. young. But they made him look young in Logan, too. Not that. that young. Though. Yeah, they did. We'll have to check that out. We're, they, we're disagreeing on that one. We're disagreeing on that one. I think it's cut yeah, from Wolverine Origins. I you think too. it's a new shot? I, I, I think, I think it starts out that way, and then I think they put him in it. Hmm. I think they CGI'd. But um, anyway, yeah, but, but that's the best way to bring him into it. People yeah. wanted him in it, and it's like his character's dead. But oh, we, and, we and, can go back in time and bring him back for like a quick little. Yeah, and you and I will argue till the end of time on this one. You want Logan to stay dead? I want him dead. Yeah. there's no fucking reason to bring him back. And I, I think that's a perfect ending. I agree with you on that. I think it's a perfect way to end him. And as long as he still ends up at that point, I'm fine. But I would love to go snag him out of the fucking past, like. 10 years before Logan, okay? And then spit him back out in that timeline somehow to do a mission because I have to see. Just my geeky little heart. I need to see Deadpool and Wolverine in a fucking movie together, man. I was hoping, you know, at the end here, it's one of the end credit sequences, which is a good segue to that, um, where he goes back and he shoots Ryan Reynolds for doing Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. He does uh, does all kinds of shit, goes back and saves the ex, or Peter. <laughs> okay, saves <laughs> so Peter. Um, and then goes back and sees, you know, Wolverine from Wolverine Origins. I was like, oh, I was like, I, I leaned over to you. I don't know if you knew what I was talking about, but I was like, man, there's the scene that I hope that's here that you're going to hate, but I'm going to love. And I was hoping it would be such a fucking Deadpool thing to do too if he went like right to before um, Logan dies and Logan kills everybody and and takes that death away from us right but but saves him and brings him back to be a part of you know X-Force or Deadpool 3 I'm like I want that just because I have to see these two motherfuckers on screen together oh, that would that would I would that would ruin the movie <laughs> Logan. that would ruin Logan yeah. that would have made me hate this movie so fucking much like absolutely not do you want to see them on screen together they keep on teasing no, it man I I've been tired of Hugh Jackman's Wolverine for a while I think they made it too long I'm glad that they stuck with it long enough cuz we got Logan and I loved that movie I thought it was a great ending Story. I'd love to see a new Wolverine. That's going to be hard um, to do, man. Deadpool is not the movie to reboot a Wolverine in. Mm-hmm. Deadpool 3, 4, 5, 6, it, it's not let, the right Let Marvel time. handle it when they buy Fox. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but you know, I'd be I'd be willing to see a, a start over on the Wolverine character. I'd like to see him introduced again, similar to how he was in X-Men 1, where we're not getting an origin story, but you're getting a little bit of a you know, a backstory and bringing him in. Cause, so Because if Ryan has um, anything to say about it. Because we're not done with the character. If but, Ryan has anything to say about it, we will get fucking Wolverine in a movie somehow. Because he's he's pulling hard to get Hugh we did, Jackman. We did. That's that's what we got. <laughs> that's what we're getting. Uh, man, so what was the first in credit scene? That was like the second one, wasn't it? Because there was two. Yeah, the yeah. the time travel one was the second one. So that was a great... I, that was that was fun. I really liked that one. What was the... That was the second one? Yeah. yeah. So what was the first one? I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Um... Oh, is that where he pulls his dick out and fucks the goat? <laughs> <laughs> were they were they back in the X Mansion? No, that's because no. they fixed the they fixed the watch. Yeah, it All must right, not have been um, too big, which because there wasn't that, any kind of cameo to set up a Deadpool three. Like at the end, no, he calls no. out Cable. You know, two years before that, you're getting a Cable. They didn't do anything like that. No, the first the first scene was in the mansion, and they fixed the. 
the watch. Oh, um, that's what it was. And, um, okay, and then the second one and was the him second actually... one was actually using it. Oh, him going yeah. back there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, do you think this messes with the X Men franchise at all? Then you don't think they're gonna do anything no, with it? It's that? it's it's such a separate entity. It's like it just makes little nods to it, but it's not like it's not canon. It's not something that like you, even though it doesn't fucking matter because the X Men movies are way fucking off track and shitty now, but. Uh, it just, I, I don't think it fucking plays into it. Okay, before we get into pros, cons, score, okay, I want to ask you one question, all right? Um, you know this, this merger that might be going on, well, not even a merger, but uh, uh, Marvel, Disney buying Fox, mm-hmm. okay? We like these Deadpool movies. We like, you know, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, where do you fit on, where do you stand on the X-Men movies? Just take them or leave them? They're okay. I, I, first class I loved, and then I hated Days of Future Past. Okay. I like I like Days of Future Past, and first class is okay. rest of them, it's a mixed bag for me. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I like original one, two. I liked Days of Future Past. I thought there were some... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, first class I liked. I thought there were some good characters in Days of Future Past that um, that we got introduced to and had some fun moments with. But, um, again, then it started going to, to shit. And then Logan's, like, Logan's yeah. great, but the other two Wolverine mm-hmm. movies are just turds. You're, you're the man in charge. If you could, leave Deadpool, X-Men, everything alone, or bring them over to the MCU. With a chance, if you bring them over to MCU, you lose Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. You just lose Deadpool. Oh, then no. That, that if, if that's if that's the caveat, then no. You um, get X Men in the MCU, I, yeah. but you lose Deadpool. They there is still such a wealth of characters that they can use for Marvel. They don't need that. Like you still got Fantastic Four. After you bring them in, you can do whatever. You've got so many fucking other just people. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I agree with you there. I would like to see Bring Mar- in Alpha Flight. Oh, there was a great Alpha Flight now yeah. on the taxi. But like- I, I want to see Marvel eventually get the X-Men and do something with it, but fuck, man. There's so much shit going on in the MCU. Like, I think we've talked before, Kyle, just the side characters in the MCU right now. Mm-hmm. I could fucking chill with Valkyrie all goddamn day, yeah. you know, in Korg. Right, so I think uh, you know, leave leave them alone for now. Let the X Men and Deadpool do its thing because I tell you what, again, when you have Hugh Jackman as Wolverine or dead, you know, you have Tony uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, Iron Man, Ryan Reynolds is fucking Deadpool, and he'd be hard to replace. So if that means losing him and not knowing what to do with him in the MCU or giving his own, let him let it let it lie. Because right hard now, pass. I don't know about X Force. Again, that's not my thing. I've never read about them. But um, with Deadpool and X-Force in this movie and that humor, if they told me that next year, you know, two years from now, we're getting an X-Force movie, I'm pumped. I'm legitimately excited. I can't wait to see the colorful cast and characters that they bring in. I am sold on an X-Force movie, even if they put Deadpool 3 off you know, for a while and give us X-Force. I am I'm sold. What do you think? Yeah, I say leave it alone. You, know, I'm not the MCU fan, right? Yeah, I, I think it's a money-making machine, and I... I like X-Men. I I would be fine with more standalone X-Men movies. I'd like to get back to, like, regular timelines and, like, um, you know, maybe to the cartoon I remember as a kid. And that We're an allegory shit. for 60s racism. Yeah. That was one of my favorite lines in the movie. Um, but, but the, you know, if MCU gets it, then they're doing movies with 8,000 characters and nobody that you like is going to get enough screen time for you to even like them anymore. And so... Leave it alone. I Fantastic Four, if you bring them in, don't mix them in with everybody else. Do your their own movie. I mean, I know they've had two that have been shit, but three that have been shit. But um, I say leave it alone, and, and it's okay to have some standalone movies. Not everybody has to cross over. 
Yeah, what'd you guys? Okay, so pros cons score it. Pros, uh, the unexpected emotional weight of the movie. Uh, the the performances pretty much across the board were, were pretty solid. Um, uh, the cons were a lack of comedy. I expected really? it. To, I expected it to be way funnier. I expected it to be more jokes, like better jokes. It just didn't. It didn't have that weight to it. Um, and, and yeah, that's kind of where I stand. Pros, like it was. I think this was. Maybe a better, more complete movie. But yeah, I had more fun with the first one. Hmm, I, I'm almost with you on, on a lot of those things. It's weird. You said earlier that you know, like, um, it this one goes bigger and they do some different things right, but uh, they're kind of on even ground. You know, didn't you said di- yeah for different, for different reasons. For different reasons, I do agree with that. Like, I think I'll probably score this. I'm gonna give it a three point five. That's what I gave Deadpool one. Okay, um, this one might change a little bit on repeat viewings. It might go to a four. I don't know. Right now, I'm gonna leave it at three point five. Is that kind of where you're thinking? That's exactly what I had the first one at. That's yeah, I have this one yeah, at. and I, I agree. Just for just for different reasons. Uh, pros. Um, I like the story for what it was. It was a, a little escort mission with Deadpool, but the strong cast. Uh, really supported that plot. A little Terminator plot. I'm cool if Deadpool just wants to do Deadpool 3, 4, and 5, and he's ripping off, you know, in, in a way, like fucking Terminator RoboCop movie shit like that. <laughs> it just, it works. It's very meta. It's a Deadpool thing. I really like the plot. Um, the, the, the supporting cast was awesome. Josh Brolin falls in pros and cons. Not his performance. I really liked him as a pro, but uh, um, I heard this someone... usage. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want that Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Nick Nolte, 48 hours, you know? And I think it's there. I think it's there. We just didn't get enough of it. And I hope I hope they build upon that. Um, CGI for the longest time in this movie, I'm like, man, this is looking good, man. I'm not seeing a lot of fake blood. I like the deaths and something. Um, I we we didn't get to talk about something. I love is the the Deadpool suit. Yeah, the suit mm-hmm. looks great, and they like the eyes. Like people like gave so much like love to Spider-Man: Homecoming for the way they used the eyes, but like that Deadpool was doing that a year yeah. before that movie came out and doing yeah. it. Just there's as there's well. facial expressions that somehow there, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the way he. His body movement. Ryan Reynolds was amazing, but that that suit, man, it's it's dirty in in all the right ways. Like it looks in. like it, it looks it's lived duct taped by the end of this fucking. Oh, movie. it looks lived oh, in. and he's black and gray, yeah. which I fucking love. It's an old nod to him. Yeah, oh, and it's really it. tricky when you build upon um, uh, or, or introduce an idea, and they introduce the idea of X Force in this, and uh, just enough to where. I'm excited. I want to know more about X Force. You know, I want to see that team go out and do a mission. You know, I like the uh, the interaction with the X Men. Um, I didn't get enough of a Negasonic Teenage Warhead. That was a con. I was really going into this. I I thought she, again she was a standout in the first one. I thought I was going to mm-hmm. see more of that. Really didn't. Um, but for the most part, man, I really had a blast with this movie uh, for different reasons. But I um, I really enjoyed it. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to X Force movie. I'm definitely looking forward to Deadpool three. Had a lot of fun. Those are my pros and cons. Three point five, Jeremy. Yeah, pros for me were um, uh, the acting, which is not something I expected, mm-hmm. and maybe it was because I was surprised. I thought Ryan Reynolds obviously did great. I thought other characters did great as well. Um, Storyline I thought was good. I, I believed in the mo- uh, like the the motivations of our characters of what they wanted to do. Um, it was fun. That was a, a big pro. It was it was it was what I expected. I went. To laugh and to have a good time, and I did. Um, some of the cons. Oh wait, you Black Tom and Peter are also in your pros. <laughs> that's, that's a good point too. It's um, I went in expecting. Um, I got what I expected. I think. Yeah, Deadpool. They movie. they, deli- they nothing delivered. Nothing below. On... Nothing really over. Right. Kind of what I expected. Had a lot of fun. Yeah. Cons for me. 
underutilization of the characters from the first movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought all of them, uh, T.J. Miller, um, you know, Megasonic Teenage Warhead was underused, and... Um, and Colossus got a little bit of a bump. Yeah, on Colossus got a little bit yeah. uh, of, of a bump. And you were right about T.J. Miller. Like, um, I said he was consistent, I still stand by that, yeah. but, you know, like, usually when you get a sequel, you don't think about it, but, uh, you know, those kind of characters evolve. Whistler mm-hmm. has more to do in fucking Blade 2, you know what I'm saying? And, and he never got that... Uh, no. That, yeah, just that. He's that, the that, same. That, the yeah, Weasel just kind of fades away. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the third con for me w- would be no real bad guy, same as the first movie. I mean, yeah. um, you know, Josh Brolin starts as that at the beginning, and then they give him this growth where you know it's really just a motivation and uh, for his family, and he's willing to to do the good thirty. Se- he'll give thirty seconds mm-hmm. to the. Um, to the hero. Which was that thirty out. seconds lasted for a long fucking yeah. time, didn't it? <laughs> um, Who's the main Deadpool threat? Like in it's the, the comics? No, in the comics. Oh, in the comics. Uh, does, does he have a? Deadpool does he have a just kind of like it, it yeah. interferes with everyone else's shit. Like, he doesn't have a big villain. He's not. He's no. a merc, so he just kind of like he fights both sides. He'll take on Hulk one week, and then you know Magneto the next. Like this. Yeah. So I, I Juggernaut was kind of supposed to be that in the in in the third act. I think was supposed to be your. Your villain guy that we didn't care got the shit beat out of him, mm-hmm. um, and that fight just wasn't good enough yeah. for me. And I hope so, they don't yeah. kill him because he's a big. You know, they killed him. He did. Yeah, <laughs> they, stuck, they stuck fucking. You know, um, and Jim said, "Oh, gross!" When they shoved the fucking thing up his <laughs> yeah, ass, yeah, electric wires right up his asshole, and then knocked him into a pool. So. Yeah, the, um, yeah, he's gonna have some trouble because uh, recovering he, from that. Yeah, yeah, if he if he didn't if if that didn't kill him, he was underwater a long time. Yeah. And I don't think Juggernaut mm-hmm. can breathe underwater. So for me, um, the first movie was between a three and a three five. Mm-hmm. I think this one definitely earns a three five for me. Um, if the jokes still hold up on a second viewing, I could bump that to a three seven five four maybe. Um, but I'm not sure that when the shock value's gone, that I'll find everything as funny. Yeah. Peter will always be funny. Peter will still be great. Yeah. Tiny Legs was a pro for me, too. <laughs> I like the tiny legs. They just looked, they just looked a little off cgi <laughs> they did look, but yeah. the joke was It was good. funny when he was, like, standing, like, and he's just, like, dick height with cable, like, yeah. dick in his hand and stuff. And he like, gives the basic fun. instinct, uh-huh. which shows his little dick. <laughs> All right, guys, any other comments before we close down? Nope. I don't think so. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, this is opening night, so we're going to skip announcements. Uh, but stay tuned for some exciting content in the coming weeks and months. I hope everyone enjoyed tonight's conversation. Kyle, where can Video Land find you? Movie Script Life on all social medias. You can find me, Kyle Brown, in the group. You can hear me on this podcast. Uh, you know, I do marathons and every you know every other verses or so. Uh, so just keep listening. What about you, Sexy? Yeah, JS Cliffo on Twitter and Instagram. Jeremy Clifford in the Facebook group. That's where I'm most active. You know, start a DC versus MCU fight with me. I'm happy to troll all day long. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So you can find us on, you know, Adventures in Video Land, uh, Facebook. We're on the website, Instagram. Uh, we're all over the place, guys. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. So stay, what, stay healthy so you can live longer so you can what? Yeah. Watch more movies. Watch more movies. Until next time, my good people. Be around for Avatar 5. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>